If the expression is not too strong, I may say that I was taken aback by William's manner. Even when crossing the room to take my orders, he let his one hand play nervously with the other. I had to repeat sardine on toast twice, and instead of answering yes, sir, as if my selection of sardine on toast was a personal gratification to him, which is the manner one expects of a waiter, he glanced at the clock, then out at the window, and starting, asked, "'Did you say sardine on toast, sir?' It was the height of summer, when London smells like a chemist's shop, and he who has the dinner-table at the window needs no candles to show him his knife and fork. I lay back at intervals, now watching a starved-looking woman asleep on a doorstep, and again complaining of the club bananas. By and by I saw a little girl of the commonest kind, ill-clad and dirty, as all these Arabs are. Their parents should be compelled to feed and clothe them comfortably, or at least to keep them indoors where they cannot offend our eyes. Such children are for pushing aside with one's umbrella. But this girl I noticed because she was gazing at the club windows. She had stood thus for perhaps ten minutes when I became aware that someone was leaning over me to look out at the window. I turned round, conceived my indignation on seeing that the rude person was William. "'How dare you, William?' I said sternly. He seemed not to hear me. Let me tell, in the measured words of one describing a past incident, what then took place. To get nearer the window, he pressed heavily on my shoulder. "'William, you forget yourself,' I said, meaning, as I see now, that he had forgotten me. I heard him gulp, but not to my reprimand. He was scanning the street. His hands chattered on my shoulders, and pushing him from me, I saw that his mouth was agape. "'What are you looking for?' I asked. He stared at me, and then, like one who had at last heard the echo of my question, seemed to be brought back to the club. He turned his face from me for an instant, and answered shakily, "'I beg your pardon, sir. I, I, I shouldn't have done it. Are the bananas too ripe, sir?' He recommended the nuts, and awaited my verdict so anxiously while I ate one, that I was about to speak graciously, when I again saw his eyes drag him to the window. "'William,' I said, my patience giving way at last, "'I dislike being waited on by a melancholy waiter.' "'Yes, sir,' he replied, trying to smile, and then broke out passionately. "'For God's sake, sir, tell me, have you seen a little girl looking in at the club windows?' He had been a good waiter once, and his distracted visage was spoiling my dinner. There, I said, pointing to the girl, and no doubt would have added that he must bring me coffee immediately, had he continued to listen. But already he was beckoning to the child. I had not the least interest in her. Indeed, it had never struck me that waiters had private affairs, and I still think it a pity that they should have. But as I happened to be looking out at the window, I could not avoid seeing what occurred. As soon as the girl saw William, she ran into the middle of the street, regardless of vehicles, and nodded three times to him. Then she disappeared. I have said that she was quite a common child, without attraction of any sort, and yet it was amazing the difference she made in William. He gasped relief, like one who has broken through the anxiety that checks breathing, and into his face there came a silly laugh of happiness. I had dined well, on the whole, so I said, "'I'm glad to see you cheerful again, William.' I meant that I approved his cheerfulness because it helped my digestion, 
but he must needs think I was sympathizing with him. Thank you, sir, he answered. Oh, sir, when she nodded and I saw it was all right, I could have gone down on my knees to God. I was as much horrified as if he had dropped a plate on my toes. Even William, disgracefully emotional as he was at the moment, flung out his arms to recall the shameful words. Coffee, William, I said sharply. I sipped my coffee indignantly, for it was plain to me that William had something on his mind. You are not vexed with me, sir? He had the hardihood to whisper. It was a liberty, I said. I know, sir, but I was beside myself. That was a liberty also. He hesitated and then blurted out, It is my wife, sir, she... I stopped him with my hand. William, whom I had favored in so many ways, was a married man. 